Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 1. Second Chronicles chapter 24, the verse number 1. Second Chronicles twenty four, verse one. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Hmm. Joash was seven years old when he became king, king of Israel. Joash was seven, seven years old when he became king. So uh, God bless you. There is a God who can set a seven-year-old boy on a throne of glory. There is a God who can set a seven-year-old boy on the throne of glory. The Bible said Joash was seven years old when he became king. Hear me. There are some of you under the sound of my voice. I always say this. You are thinking you are too young to accomplish some things. You are too young to acquire some things. You are too young to have some things. You are too young to serve God in a particular way. Who told you? When some of you are almost 30 and above 30. Joash became a king at the age of seven. And the Bible said he reigned in Jerusalem 40 good years. 40 years. He reigned. Do you understand what it means to reign for 40 years? Even those who have turned 40. not have served God for 40 years you have to be way above 40 in order for you to say I have served God for 40 years and the Bible said a young boy he reigned for 40 years these days the category of Christians we are having every day we lack an ability or the ability of consistency the attitude of consistency we cannot do one thing for four weeks we cannot do one thing for four months we cannot do one thing for four years how can we even imagine doing something for 40 years something good some of us cannot even be consistent with our prayer life for four weeks 
we cannot be consistent with our prayer life for four months how can you be consistent with your prayer life for four years and there was a young boy who reigned for 40 good years somebody say consistency say consistency my God consistency you must develop the attitude of being consistent consistent with your desire to serve God consistent with your desire to to obey the instructions of God consistent with the positive things in your life it is not about praying one time and receiving a testimony it is about praying all the time and living under the blessing of God consistency learn to be consistent you cannot stay con stay consistent for just four days four days you cannot he reigned in jerusalem 40 years his mother was zibia from Beersheba. verse 2 joas did what was pleasing in the lord's sight throughout the lifetime of jehoiada the priest now if the bible is for you i want you to understand i want you to underline throughout the lifetime of jehoiada the priest Joash only did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight because he was working under the leadership of Jehoiada the priest. Follow carefully. Oh, how easily people forget. There is something I want you to understand. There are some of us under the sound of my voice how consistent you would be in your spiritual life will be strictly dependent on the person you are working under how consistent you will be with the things of god will be strictly dependent on the person you are working under the bible said the king served the lord pleasing the lord all the days of his life because he was working or serving under the leadership of Jehoiada the priest. Everybody needs somebody that would help them to stay consistent to the cause. Work with me. Work with me. Some of you had it not been for some of us that the lord brought into your life your spiritual life would have been dead 
now there is nothing wrong with it if your spiritual life is always quickened by another person another man of god another woman of god the bible said for iron iron sharpens iron iron sharpens iron many of you under the sound of my voice yes you are iron but you are not a sharp iron yes you are iron but you are not a sharp iron yes you have a gift but your gift is dormant yes you have a calling up but your calling doesn't seem to be manifested in your life yes you have a purpose and yet you do not seem to be able to discover that purpose that is the reason why god has placed people like shepherds over you over us so that they will help sharpen us they will help sharpen our gifts up. They will help sharpen our purpose up. They will help us to unveil the secrets up of our mandate up. I don't know if somebody is hearing me up, but there is something you need to understand up. Until you are willing to submit up to yourself that is higher, on, 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 until you are willing to submit yourself up to somebody that is higher than you up, it will seem very difficult up for you to follow up in the ways of God up, because that is the order of things that is the order of things for some of us had it not been for the men of God God brought into our lives many years ago we would never have answered our calling why then are you not taking these shepherds seriously why then are you not taking these men of god seriously why then are you not taking these women of god seriously there are some people that god can bring into your life that because of their presence you will be able to do only pleasing things in the sight of the lord you'll be able to accomplish your purpose you'll be able to fulfill your days and if the lord takes those people away it will become nearly impossible to accomplish that task the Bible said Jehoiada chose two wives for Joash. The priest chose two wives for the king. And the king had sons and daughters. Follow carefully. At one point, Joash decided to repair and restore the temple of the Lord. At one point, the king decided to repair and restore the temple of the Lord. When are some of you going to make the decision to repair and restore your spiritual life? To repair and restore your prayer life? To repair and restore your dedication to the things of God? At which point are you going to make the decision to repair and restore the broken altars in your life? At which point are you going to make the decision to stay true to God? At which point are you going to make the decision to be consistent with the things of God? At which point? At one point, at one point, the king decided to repair and restore the temple of the Lord. There are some of you listening to me after tonight. You must make a decision to repair 
and to restore anything that the Lord assigned to you that you didn't take seriously to repair and to restore some of us it is because of a particular challenge we want we went through it is because of a pain that we suffered it is because of some struggle some sufferings uh, that came our way uh, and as a result of that uh, even the altars of God that we are lifted up in our lives uh, they were broken down uh, by the reason of our bitterness uh, by the reason of our pain uh, by the reason of our frustration uh, but at which point uh, are you going to make them decision uh, to repair and to restore uh, unto some of us uh, we used to be uh, very deep uh, in the things of God uh, until uh, a man of God took advantage of us uh, until uh, our parents said something to us uh, until a friend a relative uh, did something to us uh, some of us uh, we used to be very consistent uh, in spiritual activities uh, until we lost the mother uh, until we lost the and from that time until now, we have broken the covenant that we had with God. At which point are you going to make the decision to repair and to restore? I see people from all over that are weeping and they are crying their eyes out and they are saying, If only the Lord had listened to me, if only the Lord had answered my prayers, yes. I know that at the point you lost your father, at the point you lost your mother, at the point you went through a particular pain, but I came to inform somebody, you can make a decision tonight to restore and to repair, to restore and to repair, to restore and to repair. You are not meant to be broken, you are not called to be broken, you are not chosen to be broken up many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord God delivereth them out of them all he keepeth all his bones and not even one is broken up I came to make an announcement you are not broken up 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 say to yourself I am not broken up say to yourself I am not broken Say to yourself, I am not broken. I am not useless. I am not powerless. I am not broken. Say it like you believe it. Say it like you believe it. Say it like you believe it. Shout, I am not broken. Yes, they have managed to delay your time, but you are not broken up. Yes, they have managed to set you back, but you are not broken up. Yes, they have managed to steal from you, but you are not broken up. Yes, they have managed to cause you to lose faith, but you are not broken up. I came to make an announcement over the lives of four people, over the lives of 14 people 
Yes, you have been through stuff, but you are not broken. Yes, you have been through pain, but you are not broken. Yes, you have wept in the night, but you are not broken. Yes, you have lost the opportunity, but you are not broken. Yes, yes, yes. You are not broken. You are not broken. You are not broken. Yes, people are not responding like they used to, but you are not broken. At one point, Joash decided to repair and restore the temple of the Lord. He summoned the priests and Levites and gave them these instructions. Go to all the towns of Judah and collect the required annual sufferings and collect the required annual sufferings so that we can repair the temple of your God. Do not delay, but the Levites did not act immediately. The king gave a command, but the Bible said, but the Levites did not act immediately. So the king called for Jehoiada the high priest and asked him, why haven't you demanded that the Levites go out and collect the temple taxes? There is something called temple taxes. Why haven't you demanded that the Levites go out and collect the temple taxes from the towns of Judah and from Jerusalem? Moses, the servant of the Lord, levied this tax on the community of Israel in order to maintain the tabernacle of the covenant. There are taxes that we pay being in the kingdom of God. In every earthly kingdom that you are ever in, in every country that you are ever in, there is always something that we call tax that you cannot escape it. As long as you are a citizen of that country, you must pay your taxes. And the same thing happens to the, the same thing goes for the kingdom of God being in the kingdom of god please it's not free there are taxes that are required but unfortunately some of you in your families there are some evil kingdoms uh, that have placed demonic taxes on you uh. some of you have uh, they take taxes of blood uh. they take taxes uh, of health uh. they take taxes uh, of spirituality uh. they take taxes uh, of energy uh. they take taxes of hope uh. and every day uh, you are paying for this tax uh, with your blood uh. you are paying uh, with your strength uh. you are paying up uh, with your energy up you are paying up with your commitment up there are some evil kingdoms up in our families up where have they have laid the burdens up of taxes on us up and continually have day in day out up we are in payment up from the days of our youth up until now up we have been paying taxes up whenever we work hard up they will come up and take the money from us spiritually up because we are burdened by the taxes of that evil kingdom people are paying in some families they pay these taxes with their womb with their children you will get pregnant but you will never be able to give birth you will have a man but you will never be able to able to secure a marriage 
you will have a ministry but the ministry will never become big because in your family from your background in your bloodline there is the burden of a tax that has been laid upon you and day in day out you are paying and that is the reason why there is a higher tax in the kingdom of God so that that which you are supposed to pay for with your blood with your health with your energy with your labor the Lord says bring unto me all the tithes that I will rebuke the devourer the, the devourer is the collector of these evil taxes but the very moment you become a tithe you subject yourself to the supremacy of the will of God and so the devourer doesn't stand in any position to take away your blood your health your, your peace of mind your marriage your relationship your children why because you have subjected yourself to a higher ranking tax which is called ties is somebody learning tonight this is the reason why I always say this I don't have the time to convince anybody be a tighter be a tighter whether you whether you tithe or not because as a Christian your tax listen as a Christian what we call tax in Ghana or in the world is what we call ties let me say it again in Christianity and in spiritual matters the same thing that we call tax in the various countries is the same thing that in spirituality we call ties is the same as tax so whether you like it or not it, whether you decide to tithe to God or not you will tax to someone else whether you decide to tithe to God or not you will tax to someone else that is how it is to another force to another spirit to another power that is how it works So he said, Moses, the servant of God, levied this tax on the community of Israel in order to maintain, in order to maintain the tabernacle of the covenant, in order to maintain the covenant that you have established with God, you must tax to God. That is how it is. That is how it works. There is no other way around it. <laughs> but i'm not preaching about tithing so i'll move on to verse 7. over the years the followers of wicked atalia had broken into the temple of god and they had used all the dedicated things from the temple of the lord to worship the images of Baal. now there is a very deep revelation here listen over the years the followers of wicked atalia had broken into the temple of god don't forget the bible said your body is the temple of god follow this carefully the followers so over the years 
if you do not respect this ordinance of tithing then you need to understand that over all the years that you have decided to abuse the ordinance you need to know that the followers of the wicked ones have the audacity to break into your temple or into the temple of God which is your body which is your life so any spirit can enter into your body to do whatever they want to do the Bible said in the case of Israel they entered broke into the temple of God and they used all the dedicated things from the temple of the Lord to worship the images of Baal so it means that they can enter into your bloodstream and they'll begin to use your heart to worship their Baal they can use an entry point and they will enter into your throat and they'll begin to use your voice to worship another God they can enter into you and they can control you and manipulate you in a way that your life will not glorify God the El Shaddai but will glorify another smaller God that is how it works so all the years that you are staying away from the dedicated things of God from the dedicated instructions of God you need to know what is at stake the thing is whether people are comfortable with this or not the truth must be said verse 8 so now the king ordered a chest to be made and set outside the gate leading to the temple of the Lord then a proclamation was sent throughout Judah and Jerusalem telling the people to bring to the Lord the tax the tax the tax that Moses listen being in 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 the kingdom of God is not free this thing you need to understand being in the kingdom of God is not free there are taxes we pay taxes of first fruit taxes of tithing taxes of of offerings you need to understand it is not free else you will you will serve God you will serve God for so many years and at the end of the day it will still not be beneficiary unto you why because you see if you are in Ghana and you are not taxing or you are not giving your tax you need to understand the government can take over your business the government can take over your company why because you have eluded or you have evaded tax that is what we call tax evasion, which is a, a crime in, in, in every country. Tax evasion is a crime. So in Christianity, if you are in God and you are not giving your tax, it is the same thing. It is also a crime. And so the devil, because it's a crime, it becomes a loophole through which the devil enters to manipulate your life in any way possible he sees fit. And so he said, bring your tithes and I will rebuke that devourer because by bringing your tithes, you are sealing all the loopholes. That is not to say if you are tithing, you shouldn't prioritize holiness anymore. That will be an error and foolishness on your behalf for you to think that your tax, you see, 
tax evasion is not the only crime in Ghana. If you give your taxes every day and you still murder your own in-law, your mother-in-law, you will still be arrested. It will not be said, say, because you have given your tax, we will not arrest you because, no, that is not how it works. So there are so many people also under the sound of my voice. These people are very committed titans and yet they are not committed Christians. They are not committed followers. They do not follow the services. They do not follow the instructions. They do not follow that which needs to be done, which is also a crime. You need to understand this. Some of us, it is not the money we are interested in. Anybody who has followed my ministry for long knows this. It is not the money we are interested in. The truth needs to be told. You don't do one and leave the other. You don't do the other and leave the other one. You need to understand these things. Do not abuse the instructions of God and for he said do not forsake the gatherings of the saints do not do not that is a very solid instruction the same way he said bring all your tithes that same way he said do not forsake the gatherings of the saints so you do not do one and leave the other you must make sure you are doing all can I speak to you for a minute Whenever the chest became full, the Levites would carry it to the king's officials. Then the court secretary and an officer of the high priest would come and empty the chest and take it back to the temple again. This went on day after day, day after day. People were given their taxes. Day after day, people were given their tithes. Day after day, people were gathering to worship God. Day after day, people were there to serve God. Day after day, people were maintaining their holiness. Day after day, people stay true to God. Day after day, not just weekly, but also daily. There is something you need to understand. There is a power that lies upon consistency. And this is the only power that changes the focus of God and places it upon men. You need to understand our God is the busiest one that ever did it. He doesn't have time for all. He has time for those who are willing to make time for him. And so he himself, he said, draw nearer to me and I will draw nearer to you. You need to understand, drawing nearer to God goes beyond locking yourself up in your room and praying. Drawing nearer to God goes beyond bringing your tithes and offerings to church. Drawing nearer to God goes beyond leading the people in prayer and worship. Drawing nearer to God goes beyond that which you have defined it. There is something I want you to understand. There is a different kind of people under the sound of my voice who are rising up and day after day, minute after minute, hour after hour, there is going to be a shift and a stirring up of a strong move of God in every way that they will live a life of dedication 
a life of commitment, a life of love, a life of purity, a life of consistency, a life. I am not talking about people who are always only serving God during their free days. I do not respect people who only serve God when things are comfortable. I do not respect people who only serve God when things are moving in their favor. I respect the ones who still serve when things are difficult, when they are going through trying times, when they are going through difficult times. And the Bible said, Peter asked Jesus, Oh Lord, so what is going to happen to us, those of us who have left everything to follow you? And the Bible said, All of a sudden, there was a quickening in the spirit of Jesus. And Jesus said, Oh my dear disciples, there is something you need to understand. There is not a single one of you who has left everything to come and serve God. Who will lose everything. I tell you truly, even in this life, you shall surely receive your reward. And after this life, there will be a crown of glory. A crown of glory. You see, living and serving God goes beyond the benefits you are looking for. Sometimes serving God is going through it. The sufferings of carrying the burden of the cross. I don't know if you are here with me. I do not respect people who only join the service because they are thinking their man of God is going to complain. I do not respect people who only serve God because they are thinking prof is going to have to ask. I do not respect people who only serve God because they don't want to be questioned. I am talking about people ah, in life, in death, in pain, in peace. Paul said, shall frustration, shall pain, shall suffering, shall these things we bear separate us from the love of God. Nothing at all shall separate us from the love of God. There shall be a quickening. Even as I am speaking now, somebody will have a strong edge to want God, to desire God, to love God. You will chase after God all the days of your life. I don't know if we are together, but I see about seven people. There is a ship coming up, about to hit you now. Someone declare an atmosphere, an atmosphere, an atmosphere. There is an atmosphere, there is an atmosphere, there is an atmosphere. Atunimorino mirana, lato baba, itonelimata. There is a wind of revival. There is a wind of shift. There is a wind of change. There is a wind of transformation. Ah! Level level up, rapper them up. Allah marema leba, ya pande marena. Aparomele, eparemele, obo boba boba ba. Isha leba up, rapper leba up. Are you ready up? Just type it. I am ready up. Are you ready up? Just type it. I am ready up. Are you ready up? Allah mama baba ba. And the Bible said, Jesus. 
Jesus breathed upon the disciples and he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, my God, I see, I see a lot of things turning upside down. I see a lot of things turning upside down. Anything that was lifted up at the volumeter against your service to God, your worship to God, your honor to God. I see the Lord turning it upside down. Type upside down. Type upside down. Type upside down. Type upside down. Some of you, all you are believing the Lord, the Lord for, is so that you will travel. It's so that you will have a job you have been praying for. Why then don't you draw nearer to God? When you come close to God and He comes closer to you, you need to understand everything you are believing Him for will come to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things you have been praying about will be added unto you I don't know what you have been praying about but if you can seek the Lord then it shall be added it shall be added if you can seek the Lord it shall be added if you can seek the kingdom it shall be added your prayer points shall be filled your prayer points shall be filled if you can seek the Lord if you can seek the Lord, if you can seek the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Now, listen to this. Still reading from Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles, chapter 24, the verse number 11. Jump to the verse number 12. The verse number 12. The Bible said, The king and Jehoiada gave the money to the construction supervisors who hired, who hired masons and carpenters to restore the temple of God. They also hired metal workers who had articles of iron and bronze for the Lord's temple. Ooh, verse 13. The Bible said, The men in charge of the renovation worked hard and made steady progress. The men in charge 
of the renovation work hard and make steady progress if you can work hard you will make a steady progress if you can work hard then you make a steady progress if you can work hard in your school then you shall make a steady progress if you can work hard in your spiritual life then you shall make a steady progress nothing is too small if you can do it little by 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 little I know you are gonna make steady progress if you can work hard then you are gonna make steady progress if you can work hard they restored the temple of God according to its original design and strengthened it if there are men that can restore the temple of God back to its original design and strengthen it it means that there are men that can restore or lift up your ministry to a place of glory and strengthen it if they did it to the temple of God then they can do it for your ministry for your marriage for your life for your family for your destiny do not downplay the power of human beings never do that they restored the temple of God according to its original design and strengthened it listen humble yourself so that when God brings your way restores you will not drive them away thinking they are coming to ask you out on a date thinking they are not handsome for you thinking they are this they are that thinking you don't like the way they dress thinking you don't like the way they do this thinking be careful sometimes by doing this you will be sucking your restores men can strengthen your ministry men can strengthen your life men can strengthen your marriage because it is the power of God that works through them one man can give you one advice and it will fix your marriage forever it will fix your relationship forever it will fix your ministry forever it will strengthen your love for God forever do not underestimate the power that God gives to men men restored the temple of God according to its original design and strengthened it strengthened it some of you the reason you do not respect the man of God or honor the man of God God has given to you is because you are thinking oh I have all I need meanwhile these men are chosen by God and he has placed them in your life for a strategic purpose and yet because of your ego because of your pride because of some silly way that you think in South Africa be careful be careful 
Verse 14. When all the repairs were finished, they brought the remaining money to the king and Jehoiada. It was used to make various articles for the temple of God. Articles for worship services and for burnt offerings, including ladles and other articles made of gold and silver. And the burnt offerings were sacrificed continually in the temple of God during the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest. There are some people in your life, for as long as they are active in your life, they, listen, the Bible said the burnt offerings were sacrificed continually in the temple of the Lord during the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest. Some of us as God has placed us in the prophetic office. He has placed us in the office of the prophet so that continually you will live a life of service, a life of dedication, a life of purity, a life of consistency. That is why God has placed us here. Bench offerings were sacrificed continually in the temple of the Lord during during there is a period of time that there is an explanation why there is a continual sacrifice you need to understand for there to be a perpetual thing in your life a perpetual grace in your life a perpetual blessing in your life there is a need for somebody God has arranged for you to stay connected to you in your life when you break the connection that perpetual grace breaks along with the connection that has been suffered do not joke with your man of God do not joke with your man of God because when you mess up the relationship something is going to leave your life follow I'll get there the Bible said Jehoiada lived to a very old age, finally dying at 130 years. Verse 16, the Bible said he was buried among the kings in the city of David. He was a priest, but he was buried among the kings. Be careful. Your prophet could be a king in the realms of the spirit. Your man of God could be a king in the realms of the spirit. Your husband could be a king in the realms of the spirit. Your wife could be a queen in the realms of the spirit. Be careful how you deal with these ones. Be careful. He was a priest, but he was buried alongside the kings. Why? Because he had done so much good in Israel for God and his temple. You need to understand, service is not only to God, but service is also to the temple, to the church, to the ministry, to the men of God. This is something you need to understand. This is what your Bible is saying. He has he had done so much good in Israel, number one, for God and God's temple, God's priest, God's servant, God's church. You serve God. What do you do in the church? You serve God. What do you what role do you play in the church? How do you contribute to the growth of the church? How do you support the church? What at all, what what service at all do you render to the church?
Think on it. Think on it. So much good the man had done for God and his church. For God and his church. For God and his church. What are you doing for God? And what are you doing for the ministry, for the church, for the movement? Verse 17. Verse 17 begins with a shocking word. Verse 17 of 2 Chronicles chapter 24 begins with a shocking word. Verse 17, 2 Chronicles 24. But, but, the man, go back and read verse 16. The priest was buried among the kings in the city of David because he had done so much good in Israel for God and his temple. But, after Jehoiada's death, the leaders of Judah came and bowed before King Joash and persuaded him to listen to the advice. They decided to abandon that same temple of the Lord that they had given their all to rebuild. They decided, let us abandon it. Oh, how easily people forget. Oh, how easily people forget. You are the same people who have given all your money to rebuild the temple of God. And just because the priest is dead, they make a decision. Let us abandon that which we have invested in. You need to understand. You can invest in the lives of people wholeheartedly. At the end of the day, they will still turn their back on you oh how easily people forget even that which they themselves had invested in that same temple of god that they themselves had invested in one day they got up after the death of the high priest they said let us turn our back on our own investment some of you, God, gave, God, God has given you great spiritual fathers, great spiritual mothers, great people of God that you are working with, that you are serving, that you are supporting. But then, after all these months, after all these years of dedication and service and investment, you still decide, let me turn my back on my investment. Some of us, when we look at you, we do not see sheep. What we see are investments. I have 
invested in you. I have invested in Breezy. I have invested in, in Ransford. I have invested in Beatrice. I have invested in my wife. I have invested in Sewer. Every week, week after week, I am, I am preaching to you. I am teaching you the word of God. I am leading you. That is my investment. I refuse to turn back. I refuse to turn back to my investment. I refuse after all these years of dedicated service. Why would I want to turn my back on my investment? When I look at you, I do not see souls. I see empowered souls. When I look at you, I do not see people. I see ruling people. When I look at you, I do not see souls. I see overpowering souls. When I look at you, I do not see ordinary folk. I see extraordinary men. When I look at you, I do not see Christians. I see spiritual men and women. When I look at you, I do not see ordinary folk. I see people who are standing in the gap for generations to come because you have become my investment. Apostle Paul said, even if anybody stands anywhere to say I am not an apostle, those of you that I have trained, you have become the seal of my apostleship. You have become a seal. If I am truly not a prophet, how would how else would I have been able to do this? I have raised people over the years. People who have become dedicated to the things of God. People who have become dedicated to the sacred things of God. People who are determined to live a life of holiness. People who are determined to walk in the, the perfect will of God. If anybody ever doubts the fact that I'm a prophet, they should look at you. They should look at you. They should look at you. They are Somebody just say, look at me, look at me. My life is a testimony. Say, look at me, look at me. The man of God is working. Say, look at me. My life is a testimony. Say, look at me. The man of God is working. Say, look at me. You have become the seal of my prophet Look at me, look at me. Look at me. Just look at me for a minute. Just look at me. Just look at me. Just look at me. See where the Lord picked you from. See where the Lord picked you from. See how far you have come. Under the leadings of the Holy Spirit. Say, look at me, look at me, look at me, say, look at me, look at me. Lada bagata papa, ano meto sa, lano meto pa, raya papa 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 papa. Do not turn your back. Do not turn your back 
on your investment. Some of you, day in, day out, you are investing in this ministry. You are investing your time. You are investing your bundle. You are investing your energy. You are investing your, your money, your resources, your talent. You are investing day in, day out. Now is not the time to turn your back to your investment. Oh, how easily people forget. They decided to abandon the temple of the Lord. Verse 19. Yet, yet, the Lord sent prophets to bring to bring them back to him. Yet, the Lord sent prophets to bring them back to him. Some of you, when you decide to stay away, you do realize that is when all of a sudden a prophet will come in, into your, your life and the prophet begins to warn you. The Bible said the prophets warned them. The prophets warned them. Many of you, you have been warned over and over and over and over and over and over. But still, the people would not listen but still the people would not listen i pray that none of you under the sound of my voice will ever come to this point in your life that you'll be warned by prophets sent by god and will still decide to turn your your back on them oh 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 verse 20 then the spirit of god came upon zachariah this zachariah is not the prophet zachariah you know no this is a different Zechariah. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Zechariah. This Zechariah is the son of Jehoiada, the high priest who died at age 30 in the story. So the Spirit of the Lord came upon Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest. He stood before the people and said, This is what God says. Why do you disobey the Lord's commands and keep yourself from prospering? Which means that when you disobey God's commands, all you are doing is you are keeping yourself from prospering. It's that simple. It is that simple. No need to explain this. When you keep yourself from obeying the commands of the Lord, you are only keeping yourself from prospering. Join service, oh, join service, oh, be consistent, oh, pray, oh, be serious, oh, tight, oh, this, oh. You, you think somebody is disturbing you, so you mind them, you mind them, oh, forget them, forget them. What are you doing? You are only keeping yourself from prospering. So go on. You have abandoned the Lord and now he has abandoned you. You are keeping yourself from prospering. Keep, keep it up. Keep on going. Keep on going. Verse 21. Then the leaders plotted to kill Zachariah. The leaders. They said, let us kill this guy. Foolish man. Who do you think you are? As some people are thinking, somebody, somebody is thinking, this man of God, who does he think he is to come and tell me God has abandoned me? When you, you, you abandon him first, okay, be there. You are not the first to think this way. At least even in my case, you are not planning on killing me. In the case of Zachariah, they plotted to kill him. And King Joash ordered that they stone him to death in the courtyard of the Lord's temple, committing murder, committing murder in the courtyard of that same temple. Hey. <sighs> you people.
people need to understand this. There are things that are happening in the courtyard of the temple of God that should you know right now, serving God would even become a challenge for you. The things that are going on in the ministry today in the courtyard of the Lord's temple, it will shock you. The same king who said, let us rebuild, repair, and restore the temple of God was the same king who said, let us cause, commit murder in that same temple. In that same temple. Can I speak to somebody here? There are a lot of things going on behind the scenes in the work of the ministry today i am telling you this is not the first one. these things have existed many years ago many years murder taboos the bible said the sons of 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 aaron offered sacrifice with an unholy fire and the bible said the lord killed them on the spot with that same fire he bent them to death we need to understand something some of you when you find out serving god will be very difficult for you but i'm telling you it doesn't matter what you find out no these things have existed many many years ago and yet then it is and then I saw for year massem, I saw for year say, now so for taking advantage of the same sheep that they are supposed to lead. I am telling you, I have seen these things with my own eyes. I am telling you, I saw for one is a good sorry, I hear bread. That is the truth, but you need to understand. And yet, then I say, you, it has been like that from when you come close into the temple of God to serve. Serve with all diligence. Serve with all humility. Serve with all boldness. Never be forced into anything that does not align with the purpose of God. Women, men, never be forced into anything that does not follow the will of God the king Joash ordered that they stole the son of Jehoiada this was the same Jehoiada that the Bible said Jehoiada put him on the throne at age 7 and then taught him everything he knew taught him everything he knew the bible said the priest brought the king two wives even the priest brought the wives and after the death of that same priest the man kills his son the king kills the son of the priest after all these years of service to the king mentorship leadership counseling it may nothing amazes me anymore nothing amazes me anymore in a church of god these days men of god will do everything in their power 
to support, to help, to counsel, to advance, to push, to encourage, to pray for, everything. And at the end of the day, they will repay you. You're good for evil. You're good for evil. A man who has mentored you for years, over 40, over 30 years, a man who has mentored you over 30 years, he dies and you kill his son. He dies. The man dies, you kill his son. Verse 22. That was how King Joash repaid Jehoiada for his loyalty by killing his son. The king repaid the priest's loyalty by killing his son. Oh, how easily people forget. Some of you, you have been hurt, you've been offended, you've been backstabbed, and you are thinking, after all I did for him, after all I did for her, after all I did for them, look at what they are saying to me, look at what they are doing to me. You are not the only one, oh, my dear sister, you are not the only one. We have all been there. You are not the only one. <laughs> Repaid for his loyalty by killing his son. But when Zechariah was dying, when Zechariah was dying, the Bible said, he said, May the, these were his last words. He said, may the Lord see what they are doing and avenge my death. You see, it is not every prophet who will say, Lord, forgive them for they do not know what they do. The Bible said on the cross, when they were, when they were um, piercing the side of Jesus, when they were um, playing around with him and his clothes, the Bible said, Jesus said, forgive them, oh God, for they do not know what they do. The Bible said when Stephen was being stoned and he was being hurt, stones were crushing his skull and everything. The Bible said he stood, he knelt down and he said, forgive them, oh God, for they do not know what they do but not all men of God are the same some of us we will pray for you Lord forgive them for they do not know what they do but other men of God will pray may the Lord see what they are doing and avenge whatever evil and repay whatever evil the Bible said and the blood of Abel was crying for vengeance over the life of his brother crying unto God avenge my death oh God avenge my death and the Bible said and the saints in heaven saw blood and the Bible said there was blood there was incense and the prayers this was the prayers of the saints and the saints were crying unto God when will you avenge our deaths not all men of God are the same be careful some of us we will look at you we will smile and we will say it in our hearts it is well and we will move on some others will cry oh God avenge repay these people for their wickedness I am telling you he said this he gave this prayer in verse 22 
second chronicles chapter 24 verse 22 that was when he prayed this prayer but hold your fire before that i want to read deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 9 the bible said deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 9 the bible said but watch out be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen never to forget what you yourself have seen do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live and be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. Be, what, be watchful, be careful never to forget what you yourself have seen, what you have seen the Lord use us do, even in your life personally. Be watchful, be careful never to forget. This is a warning, be careful never to forget. You have seen how the Lord has used us to touch your life. Oh, how easily people forget. Today, you do not respect the person. Today, you do not honor the person. Today, you abuse the instructions of the person. Be careful. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. Live a life of gratitude. Live a life of gratitude. Always be grateful. The Lord used this man of God to do this for me. The Lord used my father to do this for me. The Lord, had it not been for the Lord who was with this man, this thing wouldn't have been possible for me. And the Bible is saying, make sure that these memories never escape your mind. Psalm 103 verse 1. The Bible said, let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. The Bible said, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things God does for me. Even God needs that you do not forget what he has done for you. And the Bible begins to lift the benefits. Verse 3 of Psalm 103. The Bible said, he forgives all my sins. That is the first benefit. Second benefit, he heals all my diseases. Now, verse 4, he, he redeems me from death. He encrowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles had it not been for the lord these things would have never been possible the good things would never have come into your way even the job you have had it not been for the lord it wouldn't have come even the opportunities you you have had it not been for the lord it would never have come the reason you are not sick every day is because the bible said he forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases When you read verse 10, the Bible said, God does not punish us for all our sins. Let me, let me tell you this secret. Understand. If God were to punish you for every single sin, you will not be alive today. I would not be alive today. These are the benefits of serving God. The Bible said in Psalm 103 verse 10, God does not punish us for all our sins. Hey, 
truth means that there are some sins he 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 he, he would not punish you for them. He intentionally will let it go. It is a benefit of serving God. And do not forget. 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 Oh, how easily people forget. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. Which means that some of us, we deserve God to be harsh, very harsh to us, to be very mean to us. But the Bible said, he does not. He does not. Even when you are misbehaving, he does not. Even when you are disrespecting, he does not. Even when you are abusing, he does not. Even when you are disobeying, he does not. Humble yourself. These are the benefits of serving God. But all he is asking of you is, do not forget. Do not forget. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 9. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. Be watchful. Be careful. Never to forget what you have seen the Lord do. What you have seen his men of God do. Do not forget. Do not. Do not. Back to my original test. Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 23. The Bible said in verse, two, verse 22, when they were killing Zechariah, Zechariah said, may the Lord see what they are doing and avenge my death. Not every man of God will say, hmm, I'm telling you. Not every man of God be careful if, that, if some of the things you are talking about are not true please be watchful he said Lord may you see what they are doing to me and avenge my death and in verse 23 the Bible said in the spring of that same year the Aramean army marched against Joash the Aramean army. The next verse, in verse 22, he said, Avenge my death. Verse 23, he said, In the spring of that year, Aramean army marched against Joash. They invaded Judah and Jerusalem and killed all the leaders of the nation. Why? Because they have innocently, they have killed an innocent man in guilt. And the Bible said, The man prayed, Avenge my death. And the very next verse, the Bible said, The, the Aramean army killed all the leaders of the nation do you understand what it means for every leader in Ghana to be killed havoc why because the man of God prayed avenge my death avenge my death one man prayed and the Aramean army killed all the leaders the Bible said they invaded Judah they invaded Jerusalem and killed all the leaders of the nation. Then they sent all the plunder back to their king in Damascus. Verse 24. Although the Arameans attacked with only a small army, the Bible said, the Lord helped them. The Lord helped the enemy to overpower his own people. Be careful. When it comes to abusing the word of God it doesn't matter whether you are a priest it doesn't matter whether you are a king it doesn't matter 
whether you are a prophet, as long as you keep on abusing that word of God, God can leave you and team up with your enemy so that your enemy will overpower you. Some of us, we think we know God. Oh. We think we know God. The Lord helped them. The, the, the Arameans were the enemy of God. Oh. The Arameans, they were the enemy of God. But the Bible said, even though their army was small, the Lord helped them to conquer the much larger army of Judah. Oh God. May the Lord never team up with your enemies. May the Lord never side with your enemies. If the Lord teams up with your enemies, my brother, you are in hot waters. This thing, and when I was, I, I always share this story. When I was learning these things, I said I did a job for a man of God. It took me days, weeks to do that work. The, the, the job was taking my day, was taking my night. I did the job. I designed his entire studio for him. The man had an online studio. I designed the whole thing. And he had to pay me a lot of money. After this job, when I, I gave him everything, I called the man. He will not answer. I'll call the man. When are you paying me? He will do this. He, he will be giving me excuses. He stopped answering my phone calls. And I got angry. One day I was praying. I said, God, let punish this guy for me i was so angry i said god punish this guy for me for the way he's treating me the lord told me be careful my son i said lord i should be careful am i not the innocent one in this matter the lord said make sure you do not curse any man with your mouth because you have no idea the covenant i have with him hey! i was so hurt for the lord to tell me this the person who has sinned against me, the person who has cheated me, the person who has taken me for granted, the Lord is warning me against that person. And the Lord said, delete his number and be done with him. Let it go. I said, Lord, what is the meaning of this? And the Lord said, do you not know that if you are unwilling to yield up to the leadings of my will, up, to the leadings of my spirit, up, I can come up so greatly in my wrath up, that I will team up with your enemies up, and I will fight you myself. The Lord said, you must learn this the hard way, my son. Since that day, I never again thought about cursing anybody, even if they have done something against me. I never again thought about praying against anybody. Let them go. 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 There is somebody under the sword of my voice. Even as I am speaking now, I see a certain kind of bitterness leaving your heart. I see a certain kind of pain leaving your heart. I see a certain kind of disappointment leaving your heart. Some of you, because of the way your fathers didn't take care of you, because of the way your parents didn't support you, you are so downhearted, you are so brokenhearted, you are blaming them for your struggle, you are blaming them for your pain, you are blaming them for your frustration, but let it go, let it go, let it go, do not kill yourself, let it go, let it go. 
It doesn't matter what your aunties did. Let it go. It doesn't, on my wedding day, my family members didn't even come. Tonight, I want you to sing to your maker. My family members, they didn't come because they said I should bring a bus to my hometown and come and carry them. And the bus was going to cost over 5,000 cities. I said, nonsense. I said, I'm not bringing any bus. If you come, come. If you won't come, stay. At the end of the day, just a few people came. One or two people came. But at the end of the day, the Lord glorified us. There were so many people standing, not having seats. Even my bridal party didn't find a place to sit. You need to understand something. When God is on your side, you can never be abandoned. You can never be disgraced. You can never be left alone. You can never be left alone. So just let it go. 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 Your mother couldn't do it for you. Your father is not doing it for you. Do not be bitter. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, how easily people forget. The Lord helped his own enemies to fight his own people. Be careful. Don't be too comfortable with God. <laughs> Don't be too comfortable with God. Don't be too comfortable with God. You think you know God? Be careful. Sometimes the people you are so sure that God is not with them. Sometimes the people you are so sure that God is not with them. Be careful. You have no idea. You are certain that the Arameans are the enemy of God. So definitely, God cannot be with them. But the Bible said, the Lord helped them to conquer the much larger army of his own people. The people of Judah had abandoned the Lord and the God of their ancestors. So judgment was carried out against Joash, the king. The Bible said the Arameans withdrew, leaving Joash severely wounded. Verse 25, the Arameans withdrew, leaving Joash severely wounded. Zechariah had just prayed in verse 22. Avenge my death for what they are doing for me, for what they are doing to me. And, and Joash was the one who gave the command. And the Bible said the Arameans, three verses later, the Arameans left him wounded, severely wounded. But the Bible said his own officials plotted to kill him for murdering the son of Jehoiada the priest. They assassinated him as he lay in bed. Oh, why? Because a man had prayed, Lord, avenge my death. Lord, avenge my death. We are going to pray. Anybody who has lifted up a prayer against you, anybody who has poured out blood, and raising up altars against you, praying with words, with declarations, with decrees against you, demanding your heads, de demanding that you be harmed, demanding that you will be killed. Let those people be disgraced in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
It will never be your story. They killed the, 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 the man of God. The man of God prayed, avenge my death. And three verses later, they killed the man who killed the man of God. I pray for you. Anybody who has plotted to assassinate you, to assassinate your marriage. You see, these days when we are talking about assassination, we are not just talking about the end of life. Oh. We are talking about the end of a good thing. Your business can be assassinated. Your, your career can be assassinated. Your marriage can be assassinated. Your destiny can be assassinated. Your desire for the things of God can be assassinated. Anybody who is plotting to assassinate anything pertaining to you, let that person be disgraced in Jesus' name. They assassinated the king as he lay in bed. Then he was buried in the city. Listen to this. When the priest died, the Bible said he was buried among the kings because of the work he had done for the Lord and the temple. The Bible said when the king himself died, he was buried in the city of David, but not in the royal cemetery. Because even though he was living like a king, but truly he was never considered a king in the realms of the spirit. Pay attention to certain things. There are some people who are princes in the human eyes. They are moving thousands, ten thousands, hundred thousand. And we see them as kings. Just as Joash was seen as a king. But when he died, the Bible said they did not bury him like a king. In the realms of the spirit, he was never considered a king. Be careful. Always humble yourself. Always stay true to the will of God. Make sure that you never forget. Make sure that you never forget. Make sure that you never forget. Oh, how easily people forget the person that has trained you, the person that has anointed you, the person that has ordained you, the person that has sent you out, the person that prays for you, the person that leads you, the God that you worship, the God that, that you serve, the God that supports you. Be careful that you never forget. Be careful that you never forget. I pray for these people under the sound of my voice, oh God, and I declare May the grace, spirit of remembrance, may the grace of God abide upon your life all the days of your life. May the spirit of remembrance stay with you. May the spirit of remembrance stay with you. Stay with you. Stay with you. Stay with you. Some of you, you only remember because 
you only remember because you haven't gotten to where you want to get to yet i have seen this happen over the years people would come and then god will touch them through this ministry and then god will lift them to the place they always wanted to be they finally get there and they turn their back why because that is how easily people forget but never forget the bible said let all that i am praise the lord may i never forget the good things god does for me he forgives all my sins he heals all my diseases he redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies he fills my life with good things my youth is renewed like the eagles the lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly he revealed his character to moses and his deeds to the people of israel the lord is compassionate and merciful slow to get angry and filled with unfading love he will not constantly accuse us nor remain angry forever he does not punish us for all our sins he does not deal harshly with us as we deserve for his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth he has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west the lord is like a father to his sons tender and compassionate to those who fear him for he knows how weak we are he remembers we are only dust even god remembers that we are only dust even god remembers that we are only dust do not be forgetful remember the lord remember remember god bless you so much for being a part of tonight's service theme oh how easily people forget it is my desire that by this short, present, this short presentation I've made, there will be a spirit of remembrance that will break forth in your life, in your home, in your marriage, in your relationship, in your service to God, in your worship. God bless you so much. My name is Vincent Martin. See you on Wednesday at exactly 12 a.m. for our midnight vigil. Bye-bye.